Welcome to Run 12-1 Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Justin Gowen. Well, good morning. This is Pastor Justin Goins with Run 12-1 Podcast. Hey, just want to take a time to say thank you for tuning in and uh, thank you for your support of the channel just by, wa- I want to say watching, <laughs> but by listening and uh, also just by clicking and sharing it. Um, I uh, This podcast has been able to help reach uh, people that I predominantly probably wouldn't be able to reach in person, but also um, more than just reaching um, it's it's allowing Christians to grow, and that's really the focus of this. It's a supplemental uh, growth for people's lives, Christians' life, to help us to better run the race that God has placed us in. This week, we're going to look at, maybe looked at the title already, maybe you didn't, maybe you just clicked on it. So here's the title. With opportunities, or with growth, opportunities come, not issues. So say this again, with, I'm going to say it kind of an easier way. When growth happens, opportunities arise, not issues. See, a lot of times when we have situations that pop up in our life, we, we coin them as issues. And I've been guilty of that a lot um, throughout my years. However, I've learned as best as I can to try and to see them not as issues, but as to see them as opportunities. They're all opportunities. You can learn from everything. You can learn from your mistakes. Hopefully we learn from our mistakes, but we can learn from good things that pop up, good and bad and everything in between. So if you learn one thing today, hopefully you can try to turn your terms from issue to an opportunity. Next time you have something in your marriage that comes up, ah, we have an issue in our marriage. No, 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 no. No, We have an opportunity in our marriage. Or we have an issue at church. No, we don't. No, no, no. We have an opportunity at church. We have an issue at at work. No, you don't. You have an opportunity at work. Especially being a Christian. They're not issues, they're opportunities. So with that being said, we jump into our text today. Acts chapter number six is a pretty well-known chapter. It's where we see the first ordination of servants, aka deacons, uh, the word servant, uh, being instituted in scripture. But it was the first, really up to this point, other than persecution, this was the first, what people technically or typically say, the first church issue, but it's not. It's the first church opportunity. And because the leader and leaders saw it as an opportunity, we see what pans out at the end. Unity. I'm just going to skip right to the gun to this. Unity. And the word is verse 7. This is the conclusion. So I'm going to give you it all up front, and then we'll just take just a brief moment to look at it. But verse 7 of chapter 6 of Acts says, And the word of God increased, and the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. And a great, get this, and a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. When they saw the f- situation arise, a, a major situation. They saw it as an opportunity. And through the lens of an opportunity, the leaders of the church led them to solve it. And with such, the conclusion was immense unity, immense growth and salvation over and over and over again. So what was it? Well, let's look at verse one. And then in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, so with multiplication, with growth, remember what I said, with growth, 
opportunities arise. Opportunities arise, not issues, but there will always, as things grow, as your kids grow, things change. As your job grows, things change. As, get this, as produce, as, as plants, have you ever, I'm trying my finger at growing things and produce and lately and maybe a little tiny produce stand. And I'm learning a lot from this. But I also know something as well. Even in growing plants, things change. There's opportunities. And even at your church, things change. There's opportunities that come with change. Every single time there is growth. And I would say this too. Every time that there's also decline, growth and decline, opportunities arise. Well, we see a growth here. Immense growth. They were multiplied, not just addition. There was multiplication happening. Then it says, There arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in their daily ministration. So there came this kind of like, Hey, there are people in the church that are no longer being taken care of. Or I don't think it was an issue that, that it was that they were neglecting to be taken care of. It was a massive multiplication. I mean, up to this point, up to chapter number six, we're looking at a handful of months. Some experts say maybe even closer to nine, maybe a year. Let's just give it a year. Let's give it a year. Shucks, let's give it two years. Let's just say, let's be extremely generous and say two years. Up to this point in scripture, there is on paper 8,125 new members at the Church of Jerusalem since the day of Pentecost. I mean, two years. Imagine if your church that you're in right now, just all of a sudden, the next two years had added to it 8,125 people. I mean, when we think of mega churches in the US, I mean, it takes sometimes those people to get eight, 10, 12 years to get that big. I mean, this happened, I believe, within, within a year. But let's just give it and just be extremely generous and say two years. I mean, that's a lot of change. That's a, I mean, pl- glory to God. But with that comes opportunities. And one of these situations that arises, this opportunity is, hey, there's a group of people, gr- these Grecians, uh, I believe Hebrew, mixed, I'm going to say, like I said, mixed breed. I don't mean that irreverently, but, but, but different cultures mixed together, saved individuals in the churches looking around saying, hey, there's a group of your people that are, of, of, that are not being ministered to. There are these widows that are being neglected because of the because of the amount of ministry that that needs to be done. And so that was the opportunity. That was a situation. They could looked at it as an issue, looked at it negative, or the leadership could have said, "Okay, let's handle this." But well, the first thing that they did, the leaders did, it says this, then the 12 called the multitude of other disciples unto them and said, "It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, Brethren, brethren meaning Christians, or this is a Christian group of people. This is not saying, well, let's go to the world and let's have a couple people of the world sit on the panel of the church and say, hey, what? let's all, you non-Christian world people and us, let's come together and figure out how we should do this. No, the church, the local church said, let's get us together, the Christians together. So look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom ye may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. This is important because notice where the complaint went to. And it seems as if, I mean, they started off with a murmuring. 
I'm glad it finally got to the leadership, the pastors of the church. A lot of times in churches, it kind of festers within the pews or the chairs, so to speak, and nothing ever gets done. It just sits around and people complain about it. They finally, I I think that this was actually brought to the leadership's mind or to their attention. And notice who did the planning here. This is why I believe, uh, well, Adrian Rogers said it best. When people look at church models, I believe biblically it's pastor-led, deacon-served, committee operated or or church staff operated if you may and then church confirmed so pastor led deacon served not deacon led but pastor led deacon served committee operated meaning how does it, how does the church function throughout the week they have leadership they have people the church staff but they also have church leaders the pastor can't do it all the deacons can't do it all we 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 raise leaders up Sunday school leaders Nursery leader, men's ministry leader, women's ministry leader. See what I'm saying? Committee. So you have these heads, these leaders to help operate the church. And then lastly, church confirmed, meaning the church comes together when 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 the leadership comes up with the plan, the pastoral comes up with the plan and said, here's what we're going to do. Let's bring it for the church and let's be in unity in this. But the planning comes from the leaders of the church, not from the church itself. That's important. And that's exactly what we see here in this text. The very first opportunity, not issue, but opportunity situation that arises, the church leaders, Peter and the leaders get together and say, okay. And I would argue to say the 12. So the, the, the 12 and the disciples. So you're looking at the pastors. Okay. This is what we have going on. What do we do about it? They come up with a plan. They don't get a committee here, committee here, have five or six different committee meetings to do this. They have one meeting with the leaders, the pastors of the church, and said, here, here's what we're going to do. God has called us to prayer into the word of God. So it's not that this task is menial for us, like we're better than that. It's we have a job. We can't leave our job because then if we do this, then we will then put, now we'll have another situation. And I would even say maybe that because does become an issue when you have past, pa- pastoral staff leaving prayer, leaving the word of God to do the work of the ministry and 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 putting the word study on on backdrop and putting prayer on backdrop, then we do have a big issue. And so they understood that that's of utmost importance. So what do we got to do? Because we have a lot going on. Well, we need to have people to help out in this. We need to have servants. So let's go find them. Okay, church, here you go. Here's our plan. See, it, 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 start, it, it the plan was put together by the leaders. And then the leaders said, okay, here we go. This is what we're going to do. Look out among you. Here's the qualifications for them. You look at it from among you, a good report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. They got it. They, they, wisdom, not knowledge. Notice what he said, full of the Holy Ghost and of wisdom. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love that. Why? Because he's talking about spiritual maturity, not spiritual knowledge. You can have all the knowledge in the world about the word of God, but that's not wisdom. Wisdom is taking the knowledge and applying it. So deacons can be young men. They can be older men. It doesn't matter on the age of them. It it matters about their obedience to the king. When they hear the word of God, they get the knowledge. Do they apply the knowledge? That's wisdom. So full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. Then they find these seven men in verse five and verse six. Then the leaders come together, they pray over them, they anoint them, and then they put them into action. Then a conclusion, as I've already read, immense unity, immense multiplication. So let me stop. Let me ask you, how do you see the situations that arise in your life? Do you see them as opportunities or do you see them as issues? If we, if we choose to start saying opportunities, it's not undermining the situation, 
but it's allowing us to look at it at a different lens. This is an opportunity, an opportunity to get it right, an opportunity to use our resources, an opportunity for growth, an opportunity for unity. It almost rhymes, an opportunity for unity. (laughs) And being able to take that and serve the king. And when we do it, and in proper order, God does have order within his church. And that is perfectly good. It's God-ordained. There is order. There ought to be order in a church. The church doesn't set up its own order. God does. God calls pastors. God calls and anoints deacons. It's the pastor's job, the pastor alone. Please take time if you if you disagree with me on this. And, and I love you, but I'm going to point you to 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus, and even Philemon, some, some uh, bundle in Philemon, the pastoral epistles. I'm not, I don't really think it is, but even if we did, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus, Paul, the last apostle, passing on the torch to then now what we call pastors. He put the building up and the choosing of leaders into the pastor's hand, not the church's hand. That is so important. Please read 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus. God calls the pastor. It's the pastor's job to choose the leadership, not the church's job. Please, 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 as a pastor, don't burden, don't don't cause more stress on top of your pastor's heart by being a burden there and saying, no, we were, we're going to choose. It is the man of God's position called by God to choose the leaders of the church. Trust him, trust him to lead, trust him to put a team together. That is God's direction for that pastor. Read first Timothy and second Timothy and Titus. Now he brings it before the church for sure and says, here's the leadership to which I believe. Let's be in congruence with this. But it's not, okay, hey, let's, you know, let's go and, and find it. The church calls them. No, it's the pastor who, who does that. Opportunities versus issues. I hope today's kind of been an eye-opener for you. Choose the word opportunity. See it in a positive light, not in a negative light. Issue just seems negative. Opportunity, you can, I don't even know if you can say opportunity with, with having an, like one of those squinted eye. You say issues. Issues, even saying the word kind of makes it look like a, like a darker face. When you say opportunity, it's almost like your eyelids lift up and your eyebrows lift up. Try it right now. Say opportunity and say issue. Issue, on, it almost makes your, fo- your face kind of squinch together, whereas opportunity opens it up. It's in a positive light. Use that word opportunity. Use it for God's glory. Tackle that next situation as an opportunity. And let's see multiplication happens. This is Pastor Justin Goins. God bless. Thanks for taking the time to listen to Run 12-1 podcast. Run your marathon race that God has placed you with. God bless. Mm-hmm.